0: Hello everybody, welcome to Truth 101, Uh, my name is Veronica and we are going to be streaming via video today. Normally what I would do is I would stream live from either Facebook or YouTube, but today we're doing a new thing. Um, I want to make sure that the video has been seen on both YouTube and also on Facebook. So I decided to record it first and then share it. Yes, I love the feedback I get when I do live videos, but for the sake of getting the word out, I want to make sure that everybody gets it. So I'm going to be doing it this way. So if you could subscribe or like the Truth 101 page, whether you're on Facebook, you can like the Truth 101 page and you'll be notified anytime I post a video. Or if you're on YouTube, you can subscribe to the page and you'll be notified when I upload a video. So, um want to let you guys know first, my allergies are really bad. So, I have a big roll of tissue. I refuse to take medicine. I just, just don't want to do it. So, no worries. We're social distancing. So, my germs, when I get to you, but I promise it's just allergies. I have them all year round. I'm praying to God to take them away from me because it's so annoying. It gets so bad that my nose literally burns sometimes for me blowing my nose so much. So, be standing in agreement and prayer with me. Um, First thing I want to do is go ahead and pray in. The word I have for us today is working for God versus working for man. Who are you working for? Right. I had to search myself and ask, why am I doing these things? Who am I doing these things for? Is it for a praise? Is it for a recognition? Is it for God? Is it for the kingdom? So I just figured, hey, if I'm questioning myself, I'm pretty sure there's other people out there that has these thoughts sometimes. And God put this word on my heart. So I'm going to share it. So let's go ahead and pray in so we can jump right into the word. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for bringing us together again today, Lord. Lord, I just pray that there's no distractions, Father God. Lord, I just pray that this word touch our heart, Father God, and that it gives insight on how to serve you better, Lord. Lord, I just pray that anybody listening, that they receive you today and you continue to lead their paths, Father God. Lord, we just want to be good stewards of your word, Lord, and we just thank you for the instruction and the direction. In Jesus' name, amen. So this is really, really good because I know a lot of us, right, we do things and our attentions may be really good, right? We may be thinking like, hey, I'm going to do this and it's going to be great, but we do it for the wrong reasons. We do it so people will like us. We do it to get recognition. We do it so people can praise us. But see, we were sent here as workers for the Lord. We were not sent here to get our own horn tooted and things like that. And I know that sometimes it gets hard to decipher the truth. So 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 says, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. So when we know that we're working for God, there's no need to be ashamed in the decisions that you make because you're doing it for God. That doesn't mean that people will always agree with the decisions that you make. But again, we're not working to serve people. We're working to serve God. So remember that. You know, Sometimes we look for approval from our family members or from our spouses or from our kids or from our friends. It doesn't matter about their approval. As long as God is approved, us. That's all that matters. And it says here, God as one approved present yourself to God as one approved as a worker, right? That's what we are. So we are approved through God. So it does not matter what anybody else thinks, feels, or says, right? Because we're working for God. As long as this, it's all right with God, it's all right with me. That's how I feel. I don't know how y'all feel, but that's how you should feel because at the end of the day, God has your, your best interest at hand, uh, make sure you handle the word of truth, which is this word, right? The Bible. Basic instruction before leaving earth. So he gives us the word. It's up to us to handle it the right way, which means not to manipulate it to be what we want it to be and to spread the word. That doesn't mean you have to be preaching to everybody, shoving it down the throat. But when it when you speak, people should already know who you serve because of your conversation, the way you talk, because what are you talking about? Because it's our job as Christians, as followers of Christ, to spread the word. That doesn't mean everywhere you go, you got to preach. But, you know, just like we're having a conversation right now, my conversation is seasoned with the word of God. And that's what your conversation should be like. It should not be gossiping all the time. It should not be, you know, talking about things of this world all the time. We should be, pre- we should be sharing the truth, which is this. So Colossians 3... Chapter twenty three, um, through twenty. Colossians chapter three, verse twenty three to twenty four. It says, "Whatever you do, work heartily. What heartily means is to a great degree. So that means whenever, whatever we're doing, whether is." Helping an old person, an elderly person with their groceries, or whether it's working a job that God God has provided for us, or whether it's serving in church, or whether it's whatever it is that you're doing, you should work at it to a great degree as for the Lord and not for men. So not doing stuff just to be like, okay, well, I did it, so you should be satisfied. No, 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 no. It's not about them being satisfied. It's about our father in heaven being satisfied. Are you doing it with the strength that he's giving you to do it? And if the if the Bible serves me correct, what it says is that he that is in me is greater than he that's in the world. And we know how great he is. So therefore it should not be a problem with you doing everything to a great degree. The only reason you wouldn't is because you don't want to. You don't want to apply that type of energy into it as you should. So I'm gonna read the whole scripture again. It says, whatever you do, work heartily, which is to a great degree, as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Now, sometimes we work hard for things, right? And we feel like, we, okay, God, I've been working like help help us out, right? But it's not on us when God decides to bless us. The Bible actually says that we with the work that we do here is storing up our treasures in heaven. So you may go through life doing good things, being a good person, spreading the word of God. And it may feel like you keep getting the short end of the stick. You keep getting knocked over your head. It's like, God, why is this happening to me? Do not be discouraged. God has not forgotten about you. He is storing up your treasures in heaven and you will be rewarded for your work. I think a lot of people right now want instant gratification. They want to see the results right now. Okay, well, if I'm working for God, I want to see something right now. Like God bless me with a check in my mailbox. No, that's not how it works. God blesses us by waking us up. God blesses us by helping that car that was going to hit us, miss us. God helps us by keeping our houses safe, by keeping our family safe. And see, these are things that we sometimes take for granted because you don't even realize how much a blessing it is to leave out your door and come back home at night. That's a blessing. That is an inheritance from the Lord. So we need to start looking at things like that and be grateful. When we open our eyes, that's a blessing. When you wake up in your right state of mind, that is a blessing. That is an inheritance from the Lord. He keeps us safe. You know, just for us being alive today with everything that's going on in the world, he is keeping us safe. Regardless of how bad you think your situation is, you're alive. There's someone doing a lot worse than you and that doesn't mean they are doing bad because God don't love them. That just means... Look at your own situation and be grateful for it. Those are benefits of being loved by the Lord. So Proverbs 14, 23 says, and all toil. Toil means hard work. And I love these scriptures because we know a lot of lazy people. I can be lazy, procrastinator. I, I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> and the Bible talks about to a great degree, right, heartily, toils is hard work, right? So I'm going to read the scripture. Proverbs 14, 23, in all toil, there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. What this says to me, right, you can talk all that talk, but if you're not putting in the work and that's just not doing the minimum work, right, that's just not plan, right, that's real work like getting down and dirty, there's a profit. There is a profit you will receive from the Lord, right? That only God can give you. But mere talk, man, just running your mouth, giving other people instruction, but don't follow those instructions yourself, acting like you doing something, but you're really not. You just really talk about it. You're not really being about it. Tends to poverty. And what that makes me um, think of when I read this scripture, spiritually bankrupt. Because you can have all the money in the world and still be poor. Um, Your fruits are fruits of the spirit. That's what make you rich. Kindness, gentleness, things like that. Those are your fruits. And if you're um just speaking this word, but you're not living this word, then it's impossible for you to really operate in the word. Which means that you're bankrupt. You're spiritually bankrupt. So you don't even know the greatness of God. You don't even know to the extent of the things that God can do for you because you're not giving it your all. Once you give it your all, that's all you can do and God will do the rest. But if you just do the minimal and then you get discouraged or you just stop or you get lazy, you will never understand the the you will never understand the magnitude of God's greatness, because you didn't even give him a fair shot. You have to give him 100%. It's not a one foot in, one foot out, 98%, 50%. You have to give God 100%. And Lucas says, give and it will be given to you. Press down, shaking together, running over, right? That is with anything. That's even with working for God. If you put your everything into working for God, I can promise you that you will reap great benefits for it. But if you're not giving him, it's just like any relationship. It can be a, a parent-child relationship, a husband-wife relationship, a work relationship. You go to work and you punch in and they should be happy that you showed up. I know people really like that. <laughs> For real, and they be like, they should be happy I was here because I didn't feel like it. No, you're not doing them no favor. You ain't doing yourself no favor neither because the what you put in something is what you're going to get out. So hard work. We should be working hard. This is serious business. God trusted you with a job to do and it's up to you to do it because God gave it to you to do, only you can do it. Your cousin can't do it for you. Your husband can't do it for you. God made you fearfully and wonderfully, just you. Your personality, the stuff he put you through is for you. So that means when God tells you to do something it's for you to do it because only you can do it that way. So you should work hard in doing it to please God. 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31 says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Not to the glory of your friend, not to the glory of yourself, not for bragging rights, not so you can get on Facebook and put it in everybody's face. It don't work that way. You see what I'm saying? Everything you do, it should end up leading to the glory of God, not the glory of Veronica, or not the glory of your pastor. None of that. We should be serving God. And if it doesn't praise God at the end of the day, then we're doing it for the wrong reasons. So this one really hit me because I I had a problem. It's truth one on one, so I'm gonna tell the truth, right? I had a problem, and this scripture right here really convicted me. And it's the one Timothy. Chapter 5, verse 8. But if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. That's things, right? Because there's a lot of us like that. You know what I mean? You got family members that's addicts. You got family members that don't take care of their kids. You got family members that just ain't trying to do nothing with their life and you turn your back on them. Well, if they ain't trying to do nothing for themselves, I ain't trying to help them either. Right? But at the end of the day, it's not about you serving them. It's about serving God. Now that don't mean to be taken advantage of, but that means that you can't be feeding homeless people and you got a homeless family member. You see what I'm saying? You should be trying to help that person, provide resources for that person. Don't put yourself in a bind. You know you can't have nobody living in your house. Don't move them in. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you should still be trying to help that person, give them some food or help them find somewhere to stay, things of that nature, right? This is where I got convicted at because you get tired of people Taking advantage and you see yourself as a person that gets up, does what you need to do. And these people just think that life is a joke and they don't do the stuff that they're supposed to do. So you get tired. You're like, you know what? I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you been like this my whole life. But guess what? We've been this way our whole life, and God don't get sick of us. So it's not for us to decide, hey, okay, I'm sick of you. I'm not dealing with you no more because how will we feel if our father in heaven decided he was sick of us and he wasn't dealing with us no more? Give and it will be given to you, period. And we want mercy, we got to give mercy. If we want grace, we have to give grace. No matter how irritated, frustrated, upset it makes you, you have to find a way to still help these people without compromising your own situation. And there's ways. There's ways to do these things. And the Bible says it. So if you can't help your family or members of your household that you've denied faith because we work um, in faith. We operate in faith and believing that we're working for God and we will receive our reward and God is going to be pleased with us, right? So if you're not working in your faith, you're worse than an unbeliever. And that's bad. You know what the Bible says about unbelievers. Without faith is it impossible to please God. So which is saying that we're not working for God, you're working for me, right? I refuse to let them think they finna keep on spending my money. I refuse to let them think this about me. I ain't no dummy. They not go. That's your feelings. And working for God comes by faith and working for man comes by feelings. And the reason why I say that is because you treat people the way that you feel. And we should not do that. I've been guilty of that. And I'm working on that in this season. So pray for me. Um, to operate, to be authentic and to always operate inside of me, who God made me to be and who God wants me to be, not because you like me or you don't like me because you cussed me out or you was nice to me. I need to be operating the same way, regardless of how a person treats me honestly. And you should too, because that's the way that God treats us. Regardless of how we treat God, regardless of how many times we do something wrong, regardless of any of that, God still loves us unconditionally. And we need to still love people unconditionally. That's operating in faith, not our feelings. No matter what we're feeling, we have to give God everything that we got. I don't wake up every day and feel like being happy and chipper and Let's go out and save the world, but I do it anyway because that's the that's the spirit that God has given me and I'm going to work it hard, right? I'm not going to go out and half it or tiny little bit or so-so it. No, I'm going in, period. I'm going to give it everything that I got every single day until God says, well done, you coming home. Until then, I'm going in and I would recommend that you do too because you only train yourself. Once you start really pouring into it, it'll pour into you and it is so amazing. Let me, oh Jesus, it is so amazing. I cannot make this stuff up, okay? It's great. I am a witness. So, let me give you guys some of the ways to know if you are working for man. Worrying about what people think seeking attention, doing things for the wrong reasons, and those reasons could be to grow favor with people, for a promotion, for money, to make yourself look good, to get compliments. Now, there's nothing wrong with receiving compliments, but if you're working for compliments, you're working for man and not the Lord, right? We work thinking, is this going to please God? And if someone come up and say, hey, you're doing a great job, that's cool, but initially, I'm just doing what God put me here to do, right? Amen? So you don't have to worry about favor because when you're working for God, he gives you favor. This is the thing. The benefits of working for God is far better than any benefit you can get from any man, any woman, any job, any... Let me tell you something. God provides us benefits that nobody else can provide. Everything that we want, if we follow these instructions, God will provide it for us. No lie. So I'm gonna read a pretty long part right here. We're almost done. Um, but because it really touched me when I read it, I was like, this is amazing. So it's Proverbs chapter three. And I'm gonna read uh scriptures one through nine. Okay. And it says, My son, forget not my law. But let thy heart keep my commandments. The word. For a length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. So when we talk about benefits, right? We got long life and peace, right? Hold on. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck, write them upon thy table of thine heart. So that so shall Thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Go back. So, what what we got so far? That's only chapter five. We got long life, peace, mercy, truth, favor, understanding. These are all benefits. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not into thine own understanding. And always. Acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. And that says to make smooth or straight. Jesus. Be not wise in my own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bone. Honor the the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. I'm going to 10. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. It talks about how just by following this word of God, right, and pleasing God, how God's going to do all these. These are promises. Why do God got a lot of us? He made us. Who was he to lie to us? Follow the word. That's amazing. That gets me excited. That just helps me to be like, you know what? If I don't do nothing else, I'm going to do this work. He's going to give us every single thing that we want and need. He's going to make my path smooth or straight. I'm 37 years old, okay? I've just living, started living a safe life about two years ago, right? My bad been bumpy. Have been bumpy. It's been like a road, a road course course. Okay, just crashing, boom, bag up, crashing or something else. Boom. I like this knowing that just by serving God and following these commandments, He's going to make my path smooth and straight. It's like a brand new car. Not one that needs shocks, but a brand new car. They got them good air shocks. You don't feel no bumps when you're driving. That's just smooth sailing. Oh my God. God is so good, y'all. Listen. Serve God, not man, because man will turn his back on you and they're gonna talk about you and they're not gonna like you anyway. You might as well serve God, he loves you, regardless with your flaws and all, with your mess and everything. God still loves us. Let's keep on moving. Luke chapter one, verse 37 says, For nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. If you believe in him for it, he'll do it, promise. The moment you doubt it is the moment you just took God's power away. Think about Peter walking on water, right? He was scared. Then he said, oh, if it's you, command me to come to you, right? He believed it in that moment. Oh, that's really Jesus. He's talking about, come on out here. He got to walking. He went out there. The moment he started to doubt what was happening around him, he drowned nothing is impossible for God God is not man there's nothing that God can't do so stop limiting our limitless God stop limiting yourself you got limitless God inside of you you crazy take it and roll with it believe in God for that new business believe in God for that marriage believe in God to deliver your kids believe in him to do it and he will do it if you doubt him oh you have little faith you only short selling yourself short. You move differently when you serve God and our people. God provides us benefits, man can't. And just a couple of things that stood out to me in scripture. So I read another version of um Proverbs uh three through three chapter three verses one through ten. I read, I think it was the standard version, because I got two Bibles I read out of. And then that one it said. Um, that God would give us favor and high regard. So favor is an act of kindness beyond what is due or usual. We are not worthy to, let me tell you something. If we were living in the Old Testament, my head would have been gone, chopped off, Okay. This is why Jesus is so wonderful and he is our savior because we don't deserve half the stuff that God gives us. God put his own son on the cross to die for us and yet we still can't get it right. So favor is an act of kindness beyond what is due or usual. But just by following these commandments, you get favor. It's like, is it wrapped up in a bow with your name on it? All you got to do is walk the walk and come get it. High regard, which is attention to or concern, your his best wishes. When somebody say best wishes to you, they wishing you well. They want best for you. They want your life to be amazing. They want you to have great things. So high regard and favor. That's amazing. I mean, God is just really amazing. And all we have to do is to serve him and not serve men. Search yourself and your motives as to why you do the things that you do. And so James 4.3 talks about that. James 4.3. You ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. See? So rather it be fame, popularity, bragging rights, rewards, money, that's not going to give you no new business because you don't know how to act with what he gave you right now. He's not going to give you a group of people to manage when you can't manage your household. Why would he do that? you doing it for your own. Oh, I did this and I did that. Instead of saying God, instead of putting God out there, oh, look how amazing God is. God did this for our family. God put our family here. God kept our family safe, All right? It starts with you in your home and the way you steward those things, how you steward the money God has given you. You see what I'm saying? How you steward the people God has put in your life. He's not about to elevate you to something else. And he see, hey, you ain't even giving me the glory for the stuff that I've already done. You act like you did this stuff. No. And one John chapter three, verse twenty-two says, and whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments. I can't say it enough. You're looking at somebody who was an I'm gonna say an unbeliever because I always believed in God, but I was a hot mess. Okay, I didn't I did not obey God's commandments, and I can tell you as a witness, and I'm being so for real. Since I have really started to live my life for God, that means the first thought in my mind when I wake up in the morning is, "Thank you, God. How can I serve you today?" And when I go to bed, and I thank you, God, help me be better tomorrow than I was today. In your name. Ever since I started living that and really doing that and and applying my best effort to be who God created me to be for Him, my life has changed tremendously. And I just want to encourage you guys: search yourselves, know who you're serving, know if you're serving God or you're serving man, know if you're doing it for your own selfish motives or if you're doing it for the kingdom of heaven, right? It's so much more word that we can go over, but I'm not going to hold you up in this day and time. I know people have stuff to do, but I just want to encourage you guys that it's really real. It's real. Like what God is saying is true. And I can testify to that from my own life. My own life. So. I just want to thank you guys for watching. If you are on Facebook, please like the Truth 101 page. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe. When I upload these videos, you guys can see them and leave comments. Leave me feedback. You know, I want to know what you guys are thinking. I want us to pray together. I want us to worship together. At the end of the day, God says we're all brothers and sisters, and that's just the way I see it. And in these days and time, we all need some encouragement from each other. I do. Y'all do. You know? Oh, we're just gonna go ahead and pray out, Heavenly Father. I just want to thank you for the Word, Lord. Thank you for giving us your commandments, Father God, and thank you for naming us sons and daughters, Father God. Thank you for keeping us close. God, we thank you for sacrificing your Son so that we can one day sit right next to you in heaven, Lord. Lord, I just want to pray that everyone that is sick they receive healing, Father God. Everyone that is scared they receive comfort and peace, Father God. Lord, I just pray that you continue to do your work in us, Father God, and don't take your hands off of us. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. You all, it's the end of 2020. You guys stay blessed. And God willing, next week, I will be back with another word. I bless you.